So as someone who talks quite a bit about relationships, I do talk quite a bit about babes and I have admitted that in the past episode of Tweet Street. But more than that, I feel like normally babes always looked at like victims when it comes to a lot of these topics, but I feel like this time they're the perps. And just the same way last week I thought that I haven't been that triggered in a while and I wouldn't get triggered like that in a while. I feel like this episode probably takes the cake on that. But Before I get into any of all of that, I want us to start with something that's particularly sweet. Now, the notorious B.I.G.'s daughter has recently put up her home, which is worth $1.5 million, in order to pay the $1 million bond for her boyfriend. Now, let's be particularly honest about something. It's not like that's something that too many babes can do. And considering that the average woman nowadays would not bother to do anything near to that point, it is one more reason that we can say that she is quite literally sicker than our average. Yeah, I was kind of looking for that pun and yes, it was a little on the nose and everything, but it is actually particularly true. And probably Notorious B.I.G is turning in his grave, but who the fuck cares? This woman is one of the sweetest people, or at least sounds like one of the sweetest people on planet Earth just by doing this one very simple act. Now, the story reads, the Notorious B.I.G's daughter, Tiana Wallace, reportedly posted her boyfriend's $1 million bond in his hit-and-run case. According to reports, Tiana Wallace bailed out her boyfriend, Tyshawn Baldwin, who allegedly sped off from police on August the 10th during a routine traffic stop and mowed down three pedestrians. And let's be pretty straight up here. I honestly feel like if any one of, say, probably about 90-95% of babes were told this story and they were asked what they do, most of them would have said, you know what, I just leave the nigger. Like, I wouldn't bother myself with this case. Why the hell do I have to, you know, go and sacrifice so much for something that he did foolishly? You know, it was a routine traffic stop, blah, blah, blah. But you look at what she did. Like, honestly, how many niggas would actually trust that their babes would actually come through for them like this? And even for the babes, how many of you guys would think that you'd ever come through like this for your partner? Or even any of your friends would sort of do the same thing for their partner? Like, nine times out of ten, you'll find that such shit, like, that shit died in, like, the 60s and shit. People aren't going all out in marriages and relationships. Like, there's currently this problem in Kenya where babes have, like, all this money and, like, assets and the guy is struggling and shorties aren't even doing fuck all to help the guy. As long as their wealth is kept secret and the man knows nothing about it, whether this guy is struggling or not, she will do nothing in the name of helping out. She will do nothing in the name of trying to show that she actually has the money and the means to actually help the family out. So, like, if babes are doing that right now, And this is with like eight figure fortunes here in Kenya. What would make you think that they'd actually do the same exact thing if the husband was actually like arrested and like taken to prison or some shit? They'd pretty much just say, "Uh, you know, I don't have money now. What will we do? And then they pretty much just look at you and then shit kind of goes sideways. Which is why, let's be very honest, most babes who'd hear a story about this, they would probably admit that she is sicker than your average. The only thing is, the way they mean it, she's probably mentally sicker than your average woman but anyways 
I'm not a woman, so I can't really say that for sure. But what I can say is that this is break time on West Side, and I probably should have started in the right fashion, which normally has the intro and me introducing myself in a very nice way. You know, kind of something like this. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who wants his woman's heart to be just as B.I.G. as Notorious's daughter. Because honestly, in terms of kind acts for men, who can really top that? Like, really, who? He is a man who once thought that Bukaki was a Japanese form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denverby. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show. Where I get to talk about love, sex, and relationships, I normally talk about girls quite a bit, but it's mostly because it's from a guy's perspective. Because I believe most of y'all, especially the ladies, don't really know what guys go through. Like, we have a lot that happens in our hearts that we don't really put out there, and you know, y'all might as well get to know some of that shit. And you know, sometimes the niggas need to feel like someone relates to them and all. So if you do relate with what's being said, if there's something that you didn't like, if there is some sort of feedback that you'd like to give or maybe even a compliment, then at Breaktime on website is the handle to reach me at if you are using Facebook or IG. The DMs are always open and I'm always very welcome to feedback. And if you are using Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs there through the handle of at BagakaTheD. And if you do like listening to the podcast, if you feel like you are a fan of the podcast, then a nice rating and or a review would be highly appreciated on whichever app that you're using. Because I believe that I am a chart-topping podcaster and what better way to make that a reality than to allow more and more people to give that rating and allow even more people to find the chart-topping podcast that is break time on our site. But anyways, all that said and done, there is a bunch of things that I do want to talk about. Now, first of all, this is the last episode of the season. Uh, Raw Zone comes from next week. Tweet Street is also ending this week for the next season that comes after about two weeks. And with Raw Zone, for those of you all that don't know that haven't listened to Raw Zone, it's pretty much just me sort of picking one topic and talking about it for about, say, 10 to 15 minutes with little to no editing, no instrumentals, just... Me sort of trying to connect with the people by just giving some of my thoughts on some things that I feel we should be talking about. But all in all, that will be coming in for the next two weeks. Then Battle of the Sexes and Tweet Street begin new seasons again. So y'all can stay tuned for that. But so far, a massive thank you to each and every one of you that's been listening over this past season and over the past episodes of Battle of the Sexes and more so Break Time on West Side because I appreciate it quite a lot. Now, all that said and done, we do have a topic to get to. But before we do that, there are a couple of things that I want to talk about. Now, first of all, Nick Cannon has recently announced through a pregnancy shoot that he is expecting his 10th child with one of his baby mamas known as Brittany Bell. That's supposed to be the third child that he's getting from her, but the 10th in total. And that's pretty much it. Now, moving it on, there was a very interesting story that was posted up on IG about a week or is it a week and a half ago, which was actually detailing a scenario that a certain woman had gone through with the husband and his best friend. Now, this babe was complaining about how the husband and the best friend usually travel quite a bit and she's really left and she wanted to be brought along. And there was sort of a bit of a rude awakening that came through in the comment section. I'm going to read this story for you. And she says, and I quote, My husband and I haven't been on a trip out of the country for years, while he goes every year with his best friend. His reasons for going with him is because they both go to attend sporting events. 
This year, my husband told me I could go with him and his friends since they were visiting a new destination. He paid for my ticket and everything else since I'm a stay-at-home mom and I have no job. The kids were left with my mom. However, when I found out that he had booked first class for himself and his friend while I got economy, I just couldn't hold my tongue. I confronted him about it and he at first refused to discuss then when the argument got heated he yelled, I paid for your ticket, isn't that enough? then kept on about how I should stop acting like I was quote-unquote royalty and that if I come to think about it, even economy is fine for me since I quote-unquote technically don't work anyway. I cried because of what he said but decided just not to go altogether. He changed his tone and started begging me to just go with what he planned but I declined. I went to pick the kids from my mom's house and he came back 3 hours later huffing and puffing about what happened. His friend sent me a text calling me entitled and said this was the reason why he didn't want my husband to take me with them and I just proved his point. I did not respond but I blocked him since he's gotten increasingly rude over the past few months. He, my husband said I keep crying about being excluded and this is what happens when he finally decides to include me. Ooh. Oh no, should someone tell shorty? Cause come on bruh, like don't you think it is what it is? Like your guess is probably just as good as mine. Like how the hell is it that two niggas always go to different locations for quote unquote sporting events together? No other niggas added, it's just two regular dudes just going together. Look, I'm not saying that they're gay, I'm not saying that they probably shag, but you're probably thinking the same exact thing as well. Like, it's not me, it's you. Honestly, it's you, it's not me. Because if you started with the end of the story and then came back, so you started with like the end where where you know the friend was getting increasingly rude over the past couple of months and then you went to the part where these guys have been going on trips together then you'd have probably filled in most of those dots and then you know the first class and then you're in economy bit would have probably sealed the deal because i feel like most guys that are interested in a particular sport will sort of always move together it's never usually just two people it'll be two people and then it becomes four and then it becomes five and then it becomes seven and it's entirely like a crew of guys that will move together but i've rarely ever heard of people saying that you know what it's just me and my homie and we're just doing it as just the two of us because at some point you kind of have to ask yourself, what would drive my man, my husband, my significant other as some people would call it, my better half as some other people would probably like to refer to their mates. What would make my husband pay for first class with his friend but choose to pay for economy for me? Isn't there something that they want to do together in first class that they don't want me to partake in when I'm in economy? Like, wouldn't it be more romantic if I got first class for me and Shorty and then my friend got himself business class? Like, I'm not saying that they're doing it. I'm just saying that you think they are. Because honestly, if you're in such a situation, you probably have to ask, you know, which one out of you and the friend is the actual partner to your husband. Because clearly, it seems like the partner who is getting the first class treatment is clearly the friend. Because I know that's the whole bros before hoes thing, but we never pull that shit with wives. Like, don't get me wrong. People will pull that shit on girlfriends. People will pull that shit on female friends. But never to this extent and never with a wife. Like, these are two extremes that are being pointed out that never mix up together unless there is something else that is underneath this entire story that needs to probably come out. But 
either way i wish them all the best and i will leave it at that because we have a main topic to discuss so i will move it on to our main topic of today now for the fans of break time on west side who've been listening for a particularly long time you guys remember that i used to do this series called fan of a fan and one of the fan of a fan episodes that i did featured a sex and relationships therapist known as maurice madeka now for people who do know or follow maurice madeka on ig you know that he actually posts up some of the conversations that he has with quite a number of his clients on you know stuff that relates to you know sex and relationships and shit and there was one that they were having recently about a viral video that sort of been trending around Kenya of some two babes and a dude having sort of like a very nice steamy experience on a balcony and they were being recorded you know from like an aerial view by some other person and the woman was busy talking about how you know the man was in his second marriage and shit and blah 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 bunch of exposés and shit and as he was replying and sort of condoning and defending the entire thing he mentioned something that I found to be particularly interesting and mostly annoying for the most part. And I never really thought I'd get triggered, but this is something that actually did sort of trigger me for a bit. He says, and I quote, I meet women who dog on their men because, and I quote, he is nice, Madeka. I love him, but he is not normal. Which man stays at home all the time? Kwani, he fears other men. I wish I found one text from a woman to at least feel like I married a man sought after by another. Some drama is healthy. This is more women than you think. End quote. Now, when I kind of saw this, when I saw this and I sort of just read it because weirdly enough, like it was just one of those things that I was just scrolling past and I just accidentally sort of turned while I was busy trying to go to my inbox. And the moment I saw this, I felt something particularly just get me a little bit pissed off because what the fuck? There's babes that still actually say this. I actually didn't think that there were that many babes that believed this. But if Maurice says that this is more women than you think, I'm inclined to believe him because he tends to deal with a lot of women. And this is the shit that kind of annoys me. Like, when you're in a situation like that, when you hear babes saying that, it's almost like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because you kind of think about it, for us as dudes, like babes will usually complain that, oh, why can't you stay at home? Oh, you never spend time with me. Oh, you're always out with the boys. Oh, you're always out drinking. Why can't you do something more productive or, you know, spend more time with your significant other or your kids or some shit? But you're in this situation where there's a guy that actually stays at home, that actually spends time at home and he just chills. He's not all up out there and everything. And there's babes that are saying, I do not like the fact that this guy is doing it. And they're busy screwing other guys because of that shit. And I will get to that in a little bit. But like, honestly, I fail to understand how it is that we're supposed to make such babes happy. Because when you have babes that are saying, oh, you know what? He's always out. He's always drinking and blah, blah, blah. He's always running around with little girls, you know. And then you have a guy who decides to stay at home, which is the complete opposite of what this guy does. The shorty is also saying, you know what? He's too boring and there's no drama, which I'd have preferred. And this guy doesn't leave the house. Like, there's no getting it right when it comes to doing it with your partner for some reason. Or at least that's what this entire piece of text is making it look. And I honestly do not get where this whole kind of high school mentality kind of tomfoolery is coming from. Because this was some shit that I'd have expected in high school. This is some shit that I'm used to hearing from like teenagers and people who sort of are still on that sort of high school phase because it was normally in high school when people were busy looking at trying to date the finest babe that every guy talks about 
or wants to be with a guy that every baby is trying to be with like you'd hear most of that shit coming out when people were in high school not after people left high school yes there were a bunch of guys that still you know talk such shit and by all means i had a homie in uni that used to do that and i was even discussing roughly the same thing on tweet street last week but i always treated that as more exception than rule and i sort of always said that if you're a guy and you're still aiming for such shit you're probably immature there's still a bunch of growing that you need to do or you need your self-esteem kind of checked for a little bit because that's clearly a sign of low self-esteem. Why do you need the social validity of other people to affirm you that your partner is attractive and yet the person who's supposed to determine attractiveness is you? Like that's the same kind of shit that I was thinking of. But with the babes, like this one almost doesn't make sense. Why do you need someone else to affirm your partner's attraction and yet you're the one that said yes? It's most guys that are asking you if you'd like to be their girlfriend. You said yes. So what's there to affirm? Like you're the one that chose to be with him. You're the one that opened your legs and let him shag. Like why do you need that constant affirmation that you're with a hot partner? Like didn't you and your friends give that approval and shit? And it is starting to make a little bit more sense why the other dilemma that I heard about some time back was seeming like such a hard thing for babes to sort of think through and sort of decide on where supposedly babes were being asked if they went through their man's phone and they found that he's been texting other women but they've been rejecting him would they leave him or not and they were like they don't know because it's like it's not like he's cheated but it's sort of like he's cheated so at the end of the day it seemed a bit complicated for them this sort of tries to put that into perspective to a certain degree and the thing that i'm wondering is why did most of this shit come from like i thought people were just happy with the fact that they got the partner that they wanted they wanted to be that partner and they've pretty much chosen to settle down and you know like live life as good mature adults and shit then I kind of thought about it for a second, I started to hear most of this shit after reality TV came out. Now, of course, I am very welcome to having this debate with someone and I'm very welcome to being wrong because I exist at a time which is very sort of on reality TV and post reality TV because reality TV came up when I was a kid and I was growing up and shit. So I'm very open to being wrong here. But I personally feel like reality TV drama is what made a lot of babes think that, you know, they're not having enough drama in their lives. You know, the gossip was there, but it's not like there's anything to stop the drama to make the relationship more interesting and shit. But the reality of it is a lot of that drama is very scripted and is planned by a producer, not by the characters that are on the reality TV show. So while there might be a pregnancy scare with a side chick, it doesn't necessarily mean that this guy has actually been doing it with a side chick. Plus, if it doesn't look like it's a particularly good storyline, it can just be shelved and even possibly deleted from the entire thing. That's not the same with life. But you know what? Let me not even overanalyze this. I actually have other questions to ask because this, this entire scenario is particularly interesting. Now, on the text, it says, women who dog on their men because, and I quote, so essentially this babes have actually been shagging other dudes while they have their niggas and they're saying that they love the man but blah 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 so let me just try and get this straight or at least let me just try and see if i can get this straight from what it was that was said and for the sake of concentration let's just kill the instrumentals for a little bit you know just so that you can help me concentrate on this shit okay all right so let me get this straight so you're telling me that this woman 
who claims to love her man has been pretty much complaining that this man is quote-unquote not normal because he doesn't leave the house and he doesn't have any random texts from a bunch of random babes trying to get with him or some shit and so she's decided to go ahead and hold up wait 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 let me just try and get this one again right let me just try and get this one properly you're telling me that this woman who claims to love her man is complaining that the man who she could have chosen to be with or not to be with who is her husband stays in the house quite a bit doesn't go out and chill with the boys all that much isn't having a bunch of babes that are trying to shag him or isn't trying to shag a bunch of babes and that's a problem so you're shagging other dudes because of it what the fuck what in the actual how the fuck does any of this shit actually make sense it makes absolutely fuck all sense like there's zero logic around this like this is this is why it's easier to talk about guys and cheating like it's very easy to explain because we have fairly logical and on a simpler level emotional issues that we usually sort of bring up when it comes to cheating you know i saw a nice piece of ass i was walking down the road you know i saw the ass i was distracted by it i slipped i fell landed inside the pussy simple makes sense there's a little bit of lust and you know that one's explainable or it's a case of i haven't been treated a certain way i've been complaining to wifey she hasn't been doing that shit so when the secretary chose to do that shit for me and then some you know it looked like a pretty good proposition that was very hard to turn down so you know i slipped and i fell into that shit you know but when you're talking about babes yes you can talk about how oh you know there's this dude blah 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 and you know i felt like i was falling and his dick was right there and my legs had split and i just landed there and you know he was all up inside by the time i already knew it but how the fuck do you explain this other shit like imagine being in a marriage counselor's office because you know probably the husband finds out and he's like oh you know we need counseling because of the kids and shit and then you have to explain how it is that you ended up cheating on your mans and then you start with i don't like the fact that he's always at home and you know he's a great guy but he's always at home reading and he doesn't go and chill with the boys and there's no babes that are trying to dm him so i went i shagged someone else like i bet even the counselor's probably gonna have issues trying to factor that in like it makes absolutely fuck all sense and this is a pretty good part of the reason why guys will continue saying that we just can't understand women then last but not least what's wrong with a quote-unquote not a normal guy like what's wrong with such a dude like yes he might be introverted probably he's not really into sports like that maybe he's kind of like me doesn't drink doesn't smoke and all and he just prefers to chill at home like i'm a pretty good example of someone who absolutely loves chilling at home what's not normal about guys like those aren't they even better and if anything if you feel like i'm quote-unquote not normal then why don't you just go and be with one of the other niggas that is quote-unquote normal the ones that will go out and drink the ones that will chill with the boys the entire time and pretty much stagger back into the house the ones that are pretty much trying to bang a bunch of random babes out here and you kind of get pissed off and you're losing your shit and he's probably gotten one of them pregnant or probably there's a side chick somewhere that he's been utilizing family resources to you know sort of keep going like why don't you just go and be with that guy like you already know he's a problem but considering that you find his life to be more dramatic and you've been complaining that i don't have any drama in my life why can't you just go and be with that guy 
like that would probably make more sense right because why choose to settle with safe stable and drama less yet what you actually want is drama like wouldn't you have been better off going for the drama until you're tired of the drama then you go and you stick with safe and stable and i guess that's what i am going to conclude by saying if not asking in some way because if you're single right now or if you're not married right now you're possibly in a relationship and you feel like it's boring why not just go for the one that carries all the drama why are you sort of trying to have both like babes normally complain that we as guys usually like to have our cake and eat it but isn't this a case of having your cake and eating it as well then on top of that while you do complain about having your cake and eating it you also complain that we're not actually trying to have our cake and eat it at the same time so my question is what exactly do the babes want and i know y'all usually say oh you know we don't want that completely oh you know we want a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of this and we want him available but we don't want him too available and we want him to you know to be attracted to girls but not to sleep with any of them so he should just probably flirt or some shit and we want the guy to have time for us but we also want him to be a very busy and you know hard-working man and shit like honestly y'all need to start figuring your shit out go ahead take some time off before you marry make sure you know exactly what it is that you want from the partner that you'd want to spend the rest of your life with stop trying to go back and forth saying that oh you know i love my partner but i wish he was more of this and that you knew the partner that you wanted to be with and you're the one that made that choice if you didn't want your partner because you felt like he was not normal then by all means you could have gone for a more dramatic nigga but i don't know i'm fortunate enough that i'm not married and i'm fortunate enough that i get to talk about this shit so i want your thoughts on this the dms are open on facebook and on ig it is at break time on my site on twitter it is at bagaka the d thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and until next season i will catch you guys on the next break